welcome back to another podcast episode how are you are you doing good are you doing great amazing awesome so yes i've been gone and i'm not gonna apologize because every time i'm gone it's literally for a purpose like every time i'm gone i come back and i have something i want to talk about that i'm more passionate and happy about and like i feel like this thing that i'm going to talk about in the next couple of minutes is something i've been marinating on for months for weeks for several days several hours so it's really like what's it called it's really ripe this is a ripe word (laughs) sorry i'm so sorry this is a ripe word that i've been just wanting to put into words and i feel like i finally have the words to talk and to express how i've been feeling for the past couple of weeks away so let's just let's just get into it okay um so we're gonna be talking about waiting oh yeah yeah we all we all love the topic don't we i know i do i don't um i think i've talked about waiting a couple times on my podcast i'm not sure i think so but guess what let's all say it together i'm in a season of waiting amazing praise god don't we love it um uh, it's not fun it's not it's not fun and so, like but this is something i've learned this is something i learned okay and the podcast title says it well waiting is actually completely normal and waiting is actually necessary yeah if you needed to hear that if you needed to hear that today here i'm here to tell you waiting is normal you're not doing anything wrong. And um, let me elaborate. So for the past couple of weeks, it's really been like, I've, I've, met, I've mentioned this in my last episode when I talked about the ordinary, but it's really been mundane. Like nothing exciting has happened. But the thing is, it's so strange because even in the, mm, am I got, am I already going to preach? Okay. um, Holy Spirit, I can see you. Uh, but even, I'm so sorry, I need to stop. Okay, but even in the, the stillness even in the quiet even in the mundane even in the ordinary i've seen god's hand throughout these past couple weeks and months and it's been so good it's been such a blessing and i've it's so strange like i i hate that like my days are so freaking boring like i'm not gonna lie like i literally like if i'm not working i'm not doing it like if i'm not working and i'm not going to church i'm i'm at home that's it like that's literally just it like what and it's it's not fun it's actually really boring but i can still see but as frustrated and i am and as upset i can as i can be sometimes i can still wow i'm talking really loud i'm so sorry y'all i can still see god's hand through it all like first of all i got a cat yeah i got a cat um super random but i i literally saw it and i was like i'm getting it and i asked my parents and they said yes and i was like praise god and i literally prayed like god if this is your will let it be done like let it go smoothly let it go well i prayed that i may get the cat and the cat may love me and he's such a great cat his name is milo he's nine weeks old um it's been a lot like financially spending for him but the lord has been providing us for that too so it's like literally in me getting this cat i know it sounds so random and it's so weird but like i'm gonna praise god for it because like god's still been so good with that and i feel like he's had mercy on me like i know he's seen me bored at home with nothing to do and yearning for something exciting and he was like here you go have a cat but so that's something silly that's something small but he's also been faithful in my school i've been really praying financially oh that's another thing i've been really praying financially for school for the lord to provide and guess what y'all I'm so happy. I was literally so happy when I found this out. I cried. Um, but my scholarship got renewed um, for my second year of the university. Basically, that means that I, I had such good grades last year that my scholarship was renewed. So 
I'll be able to fund for a good part of my tuition, not all of it, but a good part of my tuition. And that still helps me so, so, so much. And that literally like is such an ease and just lifts off a burden off my back that I've been experiencing kind of like this whole entire summer. And another thing is that I've got a new job which I don't know if I mentioned that last episode, but I got a new job and it pays way more hourly. And I literally just recently got a got a raise. So even in the mundane, even in the ordinary, the Lord's hand has still been in my life and he's been blessing me in the very, honestly, very small things, but that have huge impacts like school. Hello, that's a huge thing. My job, that's a huge thing in the long run that will be so helpful. So it's like, even if things are mundane, I can still find small um, reasons and small areas in my life that I can praise God and thank him for and that's why like lately even though days are regular um I could still wake up with a sense of optimism with a sense of joy and peace and content in my heart knowing like God is working he's doing something even though I can't always feel the like the I don't know like the crazy immediate sensations I can still see his hand in my life Okay, but that wasn't really that wasn't really the point of this episode. I kind of I kind of went off on a tangent. Um, I'm not talking about uh, that. I'm talking about the waiting and how that's actually normal. That's actually necessary. So yeah, in the last episode, I talked about how I don't like the waiting season. The waiting season sucks, and we I feel like we can all relate to that. We all don't like the waiting season. We don't. We really don't. But um, something that the Lord has also been teaching me in this in this waiting season, and this is something else. Like I also feel like the Lord has really been teaching me and ble- and disciplining me in this waiting season about so many things. But one main thing is obedience. Obedience is so, Lord have mercy. Obedience is so important. Like it's literally like you need to obey the Lord. You need to submit to scriptures. You need to submit to what He says, and you need to get it together. Um, and I wrote this down in my journal, but literally disobedience to god just brings about pain and tears and hardship and i've seen it i've seen it in my life with some family situations i've seen it in my friend's life and it's it's terrifying it's yucky it's it just brings about unnecessary pain pain you don't have to go through um and so the lord's really been bringing a reverence and a a fear of him in my heart of just obey like don't don't act up don't step out of what he's calling you to do because you're tired of things being the same you're tired of the mundane you're tired of the ordinary you're tired of the waiting um and i i I can see the warnings all around me like you don't understand how many things have happened in my family and especially when it like i don't want to i don't want to call anyone out by name and i'm not going to but especially when it comes to relationships let's talk about it especially when it comes to relationships i've seen the repercussions of disobedience in relationships when it comes to keeping whole keeping it pure and holy i've seen the repercussions of um of um a disobedience in romantic relationships in my family and in my friend's life and just seeing that around me it's been like almost got checking my heart and being like do you really want to step out of my timing do you really want to step out of my plan and get yourself into a relationship and a situation that will cause you pain and hardship unnecessarily when you know that you're not supposed to when you know it's not the time when you know when i know that he's calling me to wait and something else i've realized is that obedience comes with faithfulness and faithfulness comes with obedience 
it's vice versa. You can't be obedient to God and be unfaithful. It doesn't make any sense. You can't be faithful to God and be disobedient. If you know, if you've accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior of your, of your life, and you know that he literally loves you so much that he died on the cross for your sins in order for you to be delivered and set free from the pits of hell, um, and he has done, done it all for you. And you didn't deserve that. You didn't do anything to earn that. If you know that that is true and you put your faith in that, that should stir something in your heart and that should produce works, therefore produce obedience. Obedience. And I kind of realized that goes hand in hand. And I also realized that in me obeying God and obeying what he has for me in the season of waiting to be still and to rely on him and his timing and his plans that's also me being faithful and i feel like sometimes we like to attribute obedience with doing obedience with the productions of our actions and being still is still a production of my action but we like to focus our obedience so much on like what we do rather than our faithfulness okay I don't know if that makes any sense right now. I'm just, I'm putting this into words right now, okay? So just please be patient with me. And let's just, let's just, you know, marinate this. Because sometimes our obedience can lead to us doing, which can be sacrifices, us sacrificing certain things, us laying certain things down. But I feel like we should regularly check ourselves and make sure that we're not i don't know how to even explain this but we're not prioritizing um our works our sacrifices um comparable to our faithfulness like i'm like i'm i apologize tremendously if this calls you out but okay you're reading your word you're praying um you're doing all the right things but is your heart even in the right place are you being faithful in the small things are you being obedient in the basic things that the lord has called us to do in his word like flee from sexual immorality like honor your parents like love your neighbor because i feel like some christians are like yeah i'm being obedient like i'm reading my word and i'm praying you know okay but did you stop hanging out with those people that the lord just keeps telling you that you should not be surrounding yourself with okay but have you stopped watching those videos like late at night that you know you shouldn't be watching because when you're being obedient, okay, you're doing things according to the book, but you're not being faithful. You don't you don't believe, you don't have faith in the goodness of God. You don't have faith that he's actually keeping you from certain things. Then there's just a disconnect right there. Okay, you're reading your word, but why do you keep sleeping with that person? You know what I'm saying? You're reading your word, but okay, but why do you keep rebelling against your parents? It doesn't, there's a disconnect, there's a disconnect there. And this is why I'm saying that obedience and faithfulness goes together and it's so incredibly important because I could be obedient and wake up every day and read my word and pray and, and listen to worship music and praise the Lord and spend hours and hours in my prayer closet. But according to my season right now, if I were to act up and pursue a relationship with a guy that I know I'm not supposed to be in, that would not, my obedience in the most basic form wouldn't mean anything because my faithfulness my allegiance is not to the lord if in one area of my life i'm doing the right thing and in the other area of my life i'm doing something completely against what god wants for me to do 
um yeah <laughs> and this is why and this is why the waiting is so incredibly important and i'm i'm trying to bring it back to like the actual topic of this episode which is like the waiting and not actually obedience but obedience and waiting has correlation but this is why obedience i mean this is why waiting the waiting season is so incredibly critical because as i was kind of thinking about it and as i was kind of thinking okay like okay i'm in the season of waiting oh my gosh what the heck um i thought of like the bible right <laughs> a good handy dandy book and i thought about many examples in the bible where we see people waiting for years 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 so we have iconic stories like noah he was building an ark for years and years and years before the flood came okay and there's abraham who waited patiently for decades for his promise for god's promise to come to pass and then there's esther who was working in the fields you know pulling out them weeds planting them potatoes them carrots before her boaz came and the waiting and all of these um stories are different uh well we don't know specifically how long esther waited before boaz came but i'm assuming it would be shorter than abraham's circumstance and noah's circumstance and i find it so interesting because these stories are so iconic and like there are whole sermons a whole like part like three five six part series on like boaz and esther and boaz like find your boaz whatever the heck that means or like abraham and like keep, like keep hold of your, of your promise and then there's like noah like there are so many sermons uh, sermons on these iconic stories in the bible but i'm be honest in a lot of these stories the waiting part of the the stories are usually glossed over in sermons i don't hear pastors and preachers really diving deep into what that entails what that means and the waiting is it wasn't a quick little two a quick little two days two weeks no these are years these are decades literal oh lord just thinking about it <laughs> literal decades of waiting that is a lot that is actually a lot and i'm not saying like god is calling us to wait that long for all of us i'm not saying that's it that's that's the case but i'm just saying and i'm just here to point out that waiting is actually more normal than we think it is and it's actually necessary so much more necessary than we think it is i think there's so much that you learn that you know and so much and you grow so much in the season of waiting um that you need to do before you have that promise before you receive that gift that the lord has promised you the lord will give you um and that's why like that's why disobedience is so bad bro because you have people that were not patient enough people that did not want to wait and that ended up getting into relationships and situations that ruined them that hurt them that made them stagnant that even brought them back to where they used to be before christ that stopped their growth in their relationship with god and you could have you, you see how that could have been avoided if they just chose to be patient and to wait on the lord to wait in what he had in store for him and not what they wanted for themselves and waiting is also necessary because it honestly just tests your faith like what would be the point of having a god who just gives you everything that you need just like that you pray about it you give it to you just like that like what what would be the point of that what would be the point of even having faith in a god like that what would be the point of like 
your faith to be refined and for you to grow and for you to mature like everything in life requires waiting every good thing takes time like one thing that i suck i suck at plants bro like i cannot i'm not the type of person to be like faithfully watering plants every day like i suck at them i have two cactuses and those are like probably the easiest plants to take care of because they don't even need that much water but they're literally dying like they're dying and am i gonna water them anytime soon no i'm not because i don't have time for that but anyways like plants you need to put the seed and then you know put the earth on top and then water it every single day faithfully and it's gonna take a couple weeks a couple months but surely but surely it's what's 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 the term surely but surely i don't freaking know but ev- eventually it will sprout into a beautiful flower same thing with trees same thing with trees did you know trees take years to grow into big old like big old trees i i did not know that i thought they took like maybe a year or two but they take years sometimes decades to grow into huge huge trees all things in life take time they take time they take nourishment they take growth they take maturity and i think this might be a little controversial but i think sometimes there's almost like a toxicity in like name it and claim it type of gospel you know what i'm saying like ask and you shall receive type of thing i think that verse in particular can be manipulated a lot um because it pertains it it shows a picture or or paints god as to to be this god who just gives you everything that you want just like that you know you don't you don't even have to wait which really isn't true that's not how god works um if you look in the word that's not how god works god is not instantaneous and I feel like sometimes we have a habit in the church of praying and just expecting your miracle right then and there, expecting healing right then and there. That's just that's just not always the case. And it does happen because God can do whatever he wants. But that also means that he can choose and he will put you in a season, in a state where you are refined and put under fire and you're called to wait for several, several months or, or even years before you receive that promise. And that's for your good. That's for your benefit i think we need to switch our our expectations and stop expecting god to give us everything that we want just like that because he won't and he doesn't have to and you probably don't want it like that um and i think that sometimes when things are kind of the same or things are kind of stagnant they feel stagnant at least or you've been waiting for a really long time you may feel like you're doing something wrong like your healing hasn't come in a long time oh my gosh i'm not praying enough or i'm still single oh my gosh i'm not like doing enough i don't i don't know i'm not attractive enough or whatever the case may be but no like it really has nothing to do with you and that's the thing like us as christians we can be so self-centered sometimes like so prideful like it really has nothing to do but everything to do with god like this is about what he's doing in your life this is about his plans for you not the plans for yourself not your own desires like god cares more about your character he cares more about your faith and he cares more about your growth and he cares about like you getting married like i'm so sorry um like it's just the truth like he does care about like if marriage is something that you you desire and something that you're seeking like that is something he might give you maybe he's calling you to singleness i do not know but like that is something that the lord is concerned about like he is concerned about every area of our life but he cares more about your faith He cares more about where you are in terms of your relationship with him, um, to be frank. So everything that you're going to go through is going to be centered in a way that 
will push you in your faith in a way that will push you to grow and become more mature as a christian um and also it will be centered in a way that brings god glory and praise um you know what does not bring god glory and praise when you're dwelling in your flesh and when you're so distracted by the things that he's giving you in this world that you forget to thank him and you forget to be grateful unto him that does not give god the glory and the praise yeah um had to learn that the hard way (laughs) and i feel like people forget that like it's just it's just the truth like this is about god's glory and his praise and his honor and the reason why he died on the cross for our sins and the reason why he decided to spare us and to accept us into his kingdom is because of his name it's because of his character it's because of his goodness it's not because of us the reason why some of us are blessed with I don't know, a relationship or certain financial prosperities. Yeah, it's because he wants to give us peace and joy. But that's also for his namesake, for his glory. Um, so that we may step out into the world and see and say, hey, look at how good God has been and look at what he has done for you on that cross. And you can enjoy his goodness because he has been good to us. That all points back back to him. That all points that oh my gosh, all of that points all of that is pointed back to him. And I feel like I really want to drive that point like down because I feel like sometimes we can, at least for me, I've, I have seen myself become very self-centered and very prideful in my waiting. Like, why am I waiting this long? Like, why, why me? Like, I don't deserve this. Or look at them. They're in a relationship, like when they're not even doing the right thing. So how come like I'm being faithful and I'm not, you know, like receiving the fruits of my labor quote unquote but like it's really not about you and if god were to call you of a life into a life of singleness would you be okay with that if god were to call you um into a job that you didn't necessarily like i don't know think you'd be in would you be okay with that um because the gospel is deny yourself pick up your cross and follow him and that means that we will live a life of uncomfortableness we will live a life of self-denial. We will live a life where we don't always like, you know, and it's not always easy easy to do what God calls us to do. But are you willing to do that? And like, I'm not saying like it's you need to be perfect too. I'm not saying t- you need to be perfect. We're not perfect. That's not even the gospel. The gospel is that we are imperfect and the Lord was perfect for us. Um, and if you look into the Bible, like, hello, Abraham was out here doing x y and z with hagar like and yeah even with his disobedience he was able to have his promise did come to pass but that's only because of god's faithfulness only because of god's goodness and his glory um because of his abraham and his and his descendants we were able to get jesus which was the final lamb sacrificed on the cross for all of us so you see there's literally oh my gosh there's always such a, a greater a deeper better plan behind all of it all like the waiting is is so important because it's not about you it's literally about god and there's just so much goodness so much fruitfulness that is produced in this in this time in this season but yeah um that's everything that's all i had to say hopefully everything i said was cohesive hopefully it made sense hopefully it blessed y'all and i pray that y'all take this with you you marinate on it you pray about it you bring it to god and um that it just it's a blessing to everyone out there like waiting is important you're not doing anything wrong this is just a necessary part of the part of the process this is the necessary part of a christian life and we need to get used to waiting more and we need to stop like 
ex- expecting God to just do whatever we want because we prayed and asked for it because God ultimately it all goes through him and he is the one who decides and he is the one who knows what's best for you he is the one who knows um what you actually need so man also yeah waiting just also allows us to be more dependent and more reliant on him and his timing and his plans so there's just so many benefits to waiting and I've been learning it slowly but surely um and then I'm still gonna complain because I don't love it Uh, I don't love it um but I'm trying to do it with a joyful heart I'm trying to look at it with um a lens of gratitude and joy um but yeah if you're going through a season of waiting I'm going through it too so let's go through it together let's be faithful obedient servants to the Lord all right that's everything have a nice day may God bless you and yeah bye